Hello guys, and thank you for listening or watching another episode of Live Free Podcast, where I talk about living that life of freedom, that life of rest and expansion in Christ Jesus. I have a word from the Lord today, and as you can see from the thumbnail, I know many of you um, are seeing all kinds of prophetic words regarding the Israel and Gaza war, but I'm here today to decree and declare some things over the people of God and some things that God wants to set in order. We are living in a day and in a time where allegiance to Jesus is going to be paramount and obedience to the fullest is going to be paramount in these last days that we're living in. And I know we've received a lot of prophetic words and we need to receive a lot of prophetic words because we need to know what the heart of God is saying to the church. Because I'm here to tell you today, this is not a government thing. This is not a race thing. This is not a country thing. This is a Jesus thing. This is a kingdom thing that we're doing. This solution that the world needs is Jesus first and foremost. The solution that the world needs right now is the gospel. The solution that changes everything is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So wherever you're listening from all, from all over the world, wherever you're tuning in from, I'm here today as a mouthpiece of the Lord to set the record straight and to impart some wisdom into the people of God because this day and time and this age that we're living in, we need supernatural divine intervention and we need that by way of Jesus and him and him alone. He is the only one that can set the captives free. He's the only one that can make the crooked way straight and every path smooth. He is the answer to every problem. He is the solution to every problem. So looking into man, man cannot do it. Government cannot do it. Political parties cannot do this. <laughs> this can only be done by Jesus Christ the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And we have to look to the hills from which cometh our help. Our help comes from the Lord. The solution lies in the church. It lies in prayer. It lies in watchmen on the wall. It lies in uh, a fear of the Lord. It lies in having the heart of God to know how to pray, when to pray, and who to pray for. It all lies in the Holy Spirit leading you and guiding you into all truth. So let's get into it. So today what I want to talk about is that unseen enemy. I want to talk about the things that are right in front of us that we still cannot even see. I want to talk about what is going on. See, the thing is, and I, and I did a video about this, I believe it was last year. And the title of the video was, Can Two Things Be True at the Same Time? I mentioned this before. There's a video, I think I'm going to link it. And it, it talks about the number 911 and the number 1111, which is the two numbers that I see consistently. And even up until a few days ago, I seen 911 right before that attack. But I'm here today to tell you that God has always been speaking. But as a matter is, if we can't even understand or begin to seek time with him to interpret the downloads that he's giving us. Because that 911, it seems like it's ringing out all over Israel saying that this is their 911, their 911, which is what we had on 911 in 2001. So 911 is what they're ringing out over the internet and what they're saying that this is their 911. And how many of us in the body of Christ 
have been seeing that number forever. I've been seeing that number over a, almost, what, a year and a half now, 911? That number has been shown to me on clocks, um, on um, phone, my phone, on receipts, um, anywhere God would capture my attention to that number, 911. God was already sounding the alarm a long time ago. And what was that number for? That was for us to pray into that. That's what that was all about. It wasn't just because God likes to show us numbers or license plates or billboards or things like that. But when God shows us something, and I talked about this before, it's for a specific reason. God never tells us anything just to be telling us something. There's always a purpose and a plan and a strategy that God would give his people. He always provides a way of escape. So today what I want to talk about is the saints, the church. Will the real church please stand up? See, the way we deal with this situation and the way we stand on the wall and intercession, intercession is watchmen on the wall for Israel is going to determine how God deals with the United States of America. There's a prophetic parallel with Israel and in the United States of America. And all over the world as Christians, as believers, we should be standing in the gap. We should be on the wall. We should be in prayer. So these are some of the things that the Holy Spirit began to minister to me about the situation. The first thing that the Holy Spirit was saying about it is we need to pray for our leadership. And why it's so vitally important that we pray for leadership is so important and so vital that we pray for leadership. First Timothy 2, 1 through 4 says this. It says, therefore, I exhort first of all that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and all who are in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. For this is a good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. What is this verse saying? This verse saying that we are to pray for people that are in authority over us. We are that that should be on a consistent basis. And I was wondering why the Holy Spirit in my prayer time would have me praying specifically for the leadership, for the military, for Israel, for the United States of America, specifically those two nations I've been praying for earnestly, I can honestly say for the last two months in my prayer time that would come up. It would come up praying for their water, specifically for the waters, for the water system, for the borders. I've been praying for that. I've been praying for the logistics change. I, God has even directed my attention to pray for the satellites in space and praying for the, the government and the prime ministers and the presidents and the vice presidents and the senators, the, the Republicans, the Democrats, everyone that is in authority, the FBI, the CIA. I'm telling you, my prayers was all over the place. I was praying for every continent, every continent. And, and this was strategic. God had a strategic plan. And who knows what would have really happened had God not put a burden on our hearts. Because I know I'm not the only one that he directs in this, in this area. Who knows, had he not put the burden, how more catastrophic it could have even been. So today, I want to talk about the importance of prayer in the body of Christ and in the church.
And as I read, you know, First Timothy talks about that. And then also, it's important to pray and we don't get caught up in the political game and all of the foolery that the enemy has us focused on foolishness and things that don't even have eternal value. We're so wrapped up in political parties, we can't even see Jesus. We can't even point nobody back to Jesus because we are so caught up in our idolatry because that's all it is. It's not about political things. It's not about who we think should be in office. It should always be about what God is saying about the individual. That's what it should be about. Whether we like them or not or whether we agree with it or not. If we, if we agree with God, then we agree on everything that is right. So it's not about is this person the one or is this is God's guy so he should be in office. No, is that where the Lord want him? Because see, God sets kings in orders. He puts peoples in positions. He takes up one and he brings down another. So he's in control. So it's not our will, like Jesus said, but his will be done. So we have to get out of this broken mindset and get off of the soapbox and get out of the political games and the foolery so that we can get back to what's important, things that have eternal value. There are souls hanging in the balance. This is why it's so important to pray for your leaders and pray for God to give them wisdom, whether you like them or not, whether you agree with them or not. You need to pray that God will send his angels to encamp around and about them so that they can have the wisdom from above to govern his people and to govern the nations and govern their countries. Because one bad decision affects thousands and millions and billions of people. One bad decision. So the most important thing that we could do is pray for our leadership, pray for our vice presidents, our presidents, pray for our house of representatives, pray for parliament, pray for our prime ministers, pray, pray, pray. Why do we need to pray? Why is that vitally important? Because according to the word of God, God says that we should pray without ceasing. So God says that we should pray for those that are in authority, even your managers, even, even the ones that are over you in the business world, in the co-working space. You need to pray for them. Why? Because what decisions they make is going to affect your life and the life of generations to come. See, it's not just about us, but this is going to affect generations. <clears throat> so God is saying Pray and specifically for Israel, because we know according to Zechariah 2 and 8, that Israel is the apple of God's eye. Um, it talks about that and it reads in um, verse 2, um, it says, up, up, it says, <clears throat> verse 2, I'm sorry, chapter 2, verse 6, it says, up, up, flee from the land of the north, says the Lord, for I have spread you abroad like the four winds of heaven, says the Lord. Up, Zion, escape, you who dwell in the daughter of Babylon. Verse 8, for thus says the Lord of hosts, he sent me after glory to the nations which plunder you. For he who touches you touches the apple of my eye. For surely I will shake my hand against them and they shall become spoiled for their servants. Then you shall know that, that the Lord of hosts has sent me. So God says, when you touch Israel, you touch the apple of his eye. It's not up for debate. I've heard Christians even say this. Well, I don't know the land. 
I think the land was blown to those other people before they um, Israel got the land. And I think that's what they fighting about. Seriously? So that gives you the right to mutiny? That gives you the right to pull children and elderly and women and men and, and, and fly in on hang gliders and assassinate people? This land we living in right now, the USA, it was stolen. But I don't see nobody coming in on a hang glider to snatch us out of our beds and drag us in the middle of the street because we living in a land that we have absolutely, we was born into it, have absolutely no idea how we got here. We was just born here. So we're talking about, this is the foolery we're talking about right now. And you have people all over the world defending this. You see in New York on the streets, people are spewing hatred, spewing bitterness, spewing you know, murder out of their mouths because you know, murder first starts in the heart, God says. Murder don't start when you kill somebody, it starts in the heart. So we got people spewing out murder. We got word curses being spoken over Israel. And then we got this on the United States soil. Let me just say this, you better be praying. We need to be praying earnestly without ceasing, not just for what's over there. Because if you think for one second that it can't come here, that it may not already be here, you're sadly mistaken. So the only thing that's going to change this narrative is divine intervention. And the reason why we have to pray because God has commissioned us to bring heaven to earth. He said, pray thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So God has given us the authority and the dominion to pull down strongholds and to trample the enemy. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Make no mistake about it. This is not about a fleshly thing. This is a spiritual wickedness in the high places. High places talk about the kings of the earth. And this is what we're dealing with. So we can't deal with this on from a political level. We have to deal with this from an elevated level because we're seated in heavenly places. So he's saying that he uh, Israel is the apple of his eye. And we know that we are instructed according to Psalms 122 and 6 to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love her. So we know that prosperity is directly tied in praying for the peace of Jerusalem. What is the peace of Jerusalem? Not only is it physical peace, but it's also the Prince of Peace, Jesus. We need to pray for them to have a divine encounter with the Prince of Peace himself. We need to pray that the scales will be removed from people's eyes. We need to be praying for Israel, and we also need to be praying for the people in Gaza. Again, the decisions that they have made have cost thousands of people their lives, all because people decided to break the laws, break the rules, iniquity, and do things their way because the hatred, because of the murder in their hearts. And that's what this is all about. This is not about a land. This is not about a space. It's about hatred for God. When you hate people, you hate God period. That's the end of it. This is hatred for God. So this is a battle between Satan and Jesus. And we know what happens in the end. We win. But in order for God to shift things, we need to take our mouths and take our hearts, align them with the kingdom of heaven and bring heaven to earth. So we're praying without ceasing, right? We know that we wrestle not against flesh and blood according to Ephesians 6 and 12. 
So we know that the prayers of the righteous are powerful and effective. In some translations, it says the prayers of the righteous avail it much, but the prayers are powerful and effective. We need to be praying those bullseye prayers, not just aimlessly without a purpose, but a bullseye prayer to hit that target. And we need to pray without ceasing. And we need to pray and take dominion as God has given us and quit arguing about things that have no eternal value, things that don't matter, people that you don't like, and the reason why they should have the land and the reason why these people should have this and these people should have that. That's not what this is about. While we're sitting there arguing about foolery, people are expiring by the thousands and they some, many of them are not ready. Many of them have not accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. This is why it's vitally important not to get caught up in the foolishness, but to keep your eyes fixed, focused, locked, and engaged on Jesus, who's the author and the finisher of this thing. He's the only answer for this. And if we're not praying and if we're all in bickery and, and uh, uh, discord and hatred and, and, and debate, we're not doing the, the kingdom work. We're not doing it in the way God instructs us and wants us to do things. So we need to pray as if it is your mother. Pray as if, as if it's your father. Pray as if it's your child or grandchild. Pray as if it's your son or daughter. You've seen the videos. You've seen the distress. You've seen the horrific events. You've seen things that you can even not even even only imagine. And I said this to my son. I couldn't even imagine if that was, you know, someone in my family or somebody I knew, you know, personally. But I do know them by the spirit because I was in tears and I was crying. And you would have thought that they was a part of my family, which they are. You know, so we need to pray and we need to pray for people as if it's our families. Because if you think for one second that it's not by the grace of God where somebody hasn't come in, in this nation and did that, we have so many enemies, it's unreal. But I decree and declare today that Psalms 91 will stand firm in this nation. And I decree and declare that no weapon formed against this nation and against Israel and against the people of God shall prosper in the name of Jesus, even in Gaza, even in Ukraine, even in Russia. There are, there are believers all over the continent on every uh, um, continent right now that needs prayers. People are suffering. So we need to get come out of ourselves and out of our opinions and out of uh, the foolery and things that don't matter. And we need to start to pray and align our hearts with Jesus, align our have compassion for people, no matter what race, no matter where they're from, no matter what gender, no matter what, no matter what president it is, what prime minister it is, forget all of it. Get in alignment with him because if it's anything outside of loving people and loving God, you are under the law and you are not in, the, in alignment with Jesus. Love all people for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He don't just love the USA. He don't just love Israel. He loves the world. So we need to pray for everyone, not just a specific group. We need to pray and ask God for his mercy and his divine intervention. So I was looking at it and, I, and it said that Israel is calling up 300,000 reserves. And the first thing that came to my mind was, 
the story of the army of Gideon, right? Judges 7, when it talks about Gideon's army, how he sent thousands back and kept only 300 men. I'm here to tell you that God can do with the little what man can't do with much. And no matter how insignificant or small it seems, God is going to get the glory. He's going to get the glory. They're going to see his hand on this situation. And also, we um, I'm going to make sure I cover everything that he gave me. So some of the things that he gave me that we do need to pray for, <clears throat> this is what God says. He says, first of all, circumstances and laws reveal the heart of people. I'm going to say this again. Circumstances, when things break out and laws, when laws are in place, like the Roe v. Wade, like that situation, when laws are in place, Place. And when circumstances present itself, it reveals the heart of people. This is why you see hundreds and thousands of people on the streets of New York, on the streets of uh, Australia, on the streets of Buenos Aires, all over the world that are on one Israel side and Gaza side. When things happen, it reveals what's in the heart of people. When you put a law in place, it's going to reveal the thief if you are a thief. Because the, the law ain't never stopped nobody from breaking it, right? A thief is going to find a way to steal if they're a thief. So the laws reveals the heart of people and so does circumstances. When you're put in a circumstance or when things come up, that's how you know what's in a person. What's When, when they're in boiling hot water, that's when you know the color of the tea bag or what kind of tea it is. It's not until they get in that tea bag get into that hot water that you know what kind of tea it, it, or flavor it is, right? So he says we need to pray for salvation for people. We need to pray for not only Israeli, but Gaza civilians. We need to pray for Ukraine as well, consistently. We need to pray for the release of the hostage, hostages. We need to pray against the spirit of the copycat as well as what the Holy Spirit said. There are copycat spirits that like to emulate the horrific atrocities, the things that happen, sad to say. So we need to pray against that spirit of the copycat, right? That would try to replicate that in this nation or any other nation, right? Against the Jews. We need to pray against that spirit of the copycat. We also need to pray for those that survive and their mental state of mind. Those that have, have suffered lost, even in Maui, even in those fires, we need to pray for people. There's a spirit of hopelessness. There's a spirit of premature death. People are dying before their time. There's a spirit of grief that people can't just seem to dig themselves out of because of loss. Not only losing physical things, but losing loved ones, losing children. We need to pray against that. And then we need to pray that the hostages will be returned, that the angels of the Lord will go forth and eradicate hell on their behalf in the name of Jesus. Even human trafficking, he has put a burden on my heart for human trafficking, and he has put a burden on my heart to pray for those children and people that have been trafficked. Whew. Lord, I thank you right now. And I pray that you are getting this. I pray that there is a burden of intercession that is being imparted into you right now. We need to pray for wisdom for our prime ministers and our presidents and our governments and our military, okay? We need to pray for Israel's military, for God to give them strategies, for them to get um, divine instructions and the wisdom of God and the supernatural intelligence from the throne of God that they need in order to navigate this tough, challenging time right now.
We need to pray for a divine intervention and angelic assistance. And again, like I said, people are expiring by the thousands and some of them are not ready. They have not accepted Christ and they're dying before their time. So today God wanted me to um, close out um, this um, thing with the scripture. But before I do that, I had a dream uh, probably I want to say three weeks ago regarding um, just a really quick dream about two women. They were in her jobs um, and I can see them at like the end of my bed and they were crying as if they were. Um, and as I was explaining this dream to my son, I told him they look Mideastern. And they had on the the black, the whole thing, the black head wraps and then the black, you know, gowns and stuff. And they were crying as if they had lost like a loved one. And when I got up to walk over to them because I wanted to minister the gospel to them, they turned me away. So pray that God will remove the scales from the eyes and take the heart of stone and replace it with a heart of flesh so that it can receive him in the fullness of who he is because I, they rejected me and, and didn't want me to say anything to them. And I immediately had compassion and wanted to minister the gospel, but they didn't want to hear the gospel. And I truly believe that those Mideastern Mid women that I saw in my dreams was people that I actually saw on the news running down the street with their children with them same, with that same attire on in the Mideast. And I know God was speaking loud and clear, loud and clear. So pray for yokes to be destroyed and burdens to be lifted and that the eyes of their heart will be enlightened, that they will know the hope of their calling because lives are hanging in the balance. Lives are truly hanging in the balance uh, because this thing can, is, is still an ongoing situation. So before I close this thing out, I want to read the scripture that, that God gave me. Uh, let's see what he gave me. He gave me Psalms 33 and verses 16 through 22. And it reads, no king is saved by the multitude of men, of an army. A mighty man is not delivered by great strength. A horse is a vain hope for safety. Neither shall it deliver any by its great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him. And those who hope in his mercy, his mercy, to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Mm. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield for our hearts shall rejoice in him because we have trusted in his holy name. Let your mercy, O Lord, be upon us just as we hope in you. So the Bible is clearly saying that your hope is not in the multitude of an army. It's not in, in how great we can do things. It's not um, in horses or chariots or it's not in, uh, in, in t intelligence that you may get from the government. But the only thing that keeps us alive is the fear of the Lord. Those who fear him and those who hope in his mercy to deliver their soul from death and keep them alive in famine. Because we know that all of the electricity and everything has been turned off for the people in Gaza. And there is going to be a shortage of water and famine because I think they only survive on bottled water. So this is a dire situation, guys, that we need to be praying and standing on the wall and earnestly praying like it's for your family. Because you never know where you may find yourself. So what measure you use, it will be measured back unto you. So to God be the glory for this message, guys. And remember, the king's heart is in the hand of God. And like the rivers of water, he turns that heart whichever way he pleases. 
So pray for God to turn the hearts of the father, the sons and daughters back to him so that victory can come and that peace can come and that people can be restored. This is not a hopeless situation. I do believe that God has a bigger plan, even for this, that he's, it's going to be shocking how many people come to the Lord through this situation. Nevertheless, let them come. And I pray that souls will be saved, set free, and delivered. And until the next time, guys, as you can see, I'm really passionate about this. I love you all dearly. Thank you so much for tuning in. And thank you for liking, commenting, and subscribing to this channel. It is so greatly appreciated. Thank you for sowing your prayers because I know that you guys pray for me. And I love you so much. And until the next time, I will see you guys in the next video. Bye, loves.